0: All right, y'all. Welcome to the uh, Texas Garden Guy Show. We got one of my favorite YouTube content creators on today, and his name is Jason Contreras from Sow the Land.
1: Yeah, How's man. it going, Jason?
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. Oh, How about you? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm doing really good. I've been sick all week, uh, but uh, I couldn't miss this. I couldn't miss out on this because uh, you were probably one of the first YouTube creators that i I really started following hard, and it's not because of the homesteading stuff um I got bored at work one day and I picked up my pocket knife and I started carving stuff and so i looked on I looked on YouTube and I was I wanted to make a spoon, and yeah. you were one of the first guys that popped up and really showed me how to make a spoon basically wow. you know uh, okay um and making spoons is not as easy as it looks. No, it's not. Yeah, I was doing that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more of that early on. But <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it seems like you've gotten more into the homesteading and stuff and uh, less of the woodworking. And, and I, I used to love watching you make your, your artwork and stuff like that. It was so much fun to watch. Are, are you going to get back into doing more of that? Are you still doing any of that? Uh, yeah, I, I probably haven't done woodworking type stuff for the
1: last, I would say, two years. Uh, yeah. it's because we're just like, we just kind of moved to, uh, our property and I don't really have a spot for things. I have things kind of, I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I, I want, my plan is to get back into it. Um, but you know, we kind of took a break there to concentrate on, on the homestead, get that going. And then, you know, hopefully I could, uh, start doing that stuff again. Cause I really love doing it. Uh, I really like. it. Oh yeah. Stuff.
0: Well, and you have a particular kind of style and I actually... I had made something that was kind of like in your style. This was like a a stove cover, and I oh, think wow. this kind of looks like this kind of looks like kind of the door from y'all's old laundry room. Yep. I kind of took that yep. design, <laughs> and I was, and, and this is like my my stove cover to give me more because I got kind of a small house, and uh, it kind of gives me a little bit of extra space. And I was like, oh, I love his style. I love how he does things. Yeah, but, that's great. Uh, let me, uh, let me give you an opportunity uh, for, I'm sure people know who you are, but uh we'll give you a quick uh, opportunity to give people a background on you real quick.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we have a so the Land YouTube channel and uh, we've been, let's see, we've been uh, doing the homestead thing for seven years now. Uh, in 2016, we moved out. We're in the uh, Western North Carolina area. And originally from California, Southern California, uh just outside of l a and we moved out here in 2016 and uh, we've been trying to figure it out ever since you know uh we you know not you know we didn't do this lifestyle in California at all. you know, we had a completely different life out there, you know, just careers, um living in the city, you know I had an office job. Uh, nine to five office job, and you know when I turned i think it was six years before we actually moved out here i had was diagnosed with cancer, and that really got us going and really started we started thinking differently at that time of like what's going on, you know like what what foods we should be eating, you know how we should be better taking care of ourselves. Um, even that's kind of, you started questioning things once you start, once you start questioning one thing, like say where your food comes from, you start questioning other things like, am I happy? Like, am I happy with my job? You know, am I happy where we're at? You know, those things started that popping up. And so, you know, next thing you know, we're, we're selling a lot of our stuff uh, and trying to live more minimally. And eventually it kind of snowballed into wanting to learn how to grow our own food into like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to find more land somewhere? And we didn't know what that would look like or how that would work. And, uh, you know, it took about a good six years to get to a point where we're like, hey, let's just buy some land and leave. Like I, I didn't know how to get out yeah. of my office, my comfortable office job. You know, my wife, she was right. in the fashion industry. Uh, at that point, we had already had it right before we left. Uh, well, our daughter was four years old when we left, so my wife became a stay-at-home mom. You know, she left the fa- her fashion career, um, and then, but I had my office job, my comfortable job, for seventeen years, and and the only way, oh wow. I, I can figure out how to get out of it was to just leave. Um, yeah. So that's what we did. We had sold most of our stuff in our in our house and, and we left to North Carolina and we didn't have no friends or family or connections, no job. Uh, and the plan was we're going to figure it out. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And the goal was to just – Uh, try to grow as much food as we can for ourselves and to figure out how to work for ourselves and just to be together as a family and happy. And we've been doing that ever since.
0: So going back to Cal, what was your desk job? What was your job in California? Yeah, it was
1: um, kind of engineering, architectural. I would do uh, drawings, uh, like computer aided okay. drafting, uh, and that's what I went for to yeah, school like for. Yeah, drawings
0: and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I did that. Yeah, you you can definitely tell. You can definitely tell because of your designs and stuff that you offer people, like on your chicken coops and stuff. Like, oh, this dude is definitely got some engineering background, like because they're so specific. You know, it's it's really detailed stuff. Yeah,
1: and that's something that I had learned early on. Like, man, how can I use my skills that i currently have because early on i was like man i don't know how to do any of this stuff you know i don't have i don't know how to grow food or or you know raise animals and so but what do i i just look back and and what do i know how to do that, and that was drawings and so like well i'm going to build something and create drawings for it and try to sell some plans you know and so now everything that that i build i build or do plans for and I sell on our website, right. so that's just one of the things. But yeah,
0: and 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 yours, your everything you build has a certain style to it. You kind of, uh, I, I guess, people leaving California, it's like the opposite of like what it was like in the 1900s, where everybody was going to California. Now everybody's leaving, and they're going to like North Carolina and Texas. Um, yeah, and everything you build, like from your chicken coops, has a certain style. I don't know if it's like what is it, Art Deco, or like that uh, that ch- that chicken coop with like the manhole window. Like you have a very like <laughs> yeah. a retro style design to, that you that you have to almost everything you build that I really really like.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you know me and my wife we we like like old like vintage. You know we we collected a lot of vintage like mid century modern uh furniture or you know way back in the day and we sold a lot of that stuff too and you know we would go to these uh shows of uh, mid-century modern and so we, we really like that style you know that's like early 60s 50s uh type yeah. era and so i don't know i guess i kind of gravitate towards that look even if it's for a chicken coop you know right uh, um, absolutely so you know and and minimal like I like minimalistic style um, like clean like you know a chicken coop doesn't have to be that but you know if I'm going to build something like that you know I want to kind of put my my own I guess twist to it uh, to make it look like you know if somebody's seen that on the street they can say oh that's a so the land coop you know something absolutely. like that <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, you can can definitely tell your chicken coops apart. I mean, you you, you put your own little flair on everything that you do from your chicken tractors to your coops, Uh, even that camper you already did. I mean, uh, you didn't have any like building background or construction background, did did you? Because you built so much stuff for like Justin Rhodes and all them too.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I had a nine to five office job. So You know, like I went to to school for industrial design. Um, So I guess I kind of have that design engineering background without having to actually build anything. You know, I've always, you know, drew things on paper. And so I think maybe that's helped me uh, to figure out how to draw it in real life, even though it's two separate things. Um, And that's just... You know, me just picking it up like I didn't build anything prior to moving to North Carolina. It wasn't until we moved here, and you know, I can't afford to pay someone to build something for me. You know, right? You know, because that's very expensive. So I was like, well, I better figure it out. Uh, and and I like building things. You know, even though I did, really didn't do much of it prior. Um, so I, I don't if I didn't even own any kind of tools prior. Like it wasn't until we moved out here. You know, like I was like, I bought a table, my first table saw when we moved out here, you know, Um, and that's just me wanting to figure it out and learn. And um, er early on, I had worked with a couple of guys converting school buses into tiny homes. And these are just a couple of guys that I met out here. And, you know, they, they, I kind of learned a lot from them because those guys, were woodworkers they were you know makers and so and they work for themselves so I learned a a ton through those two guys and just working with them kind of being there off and on Um, and so you know when you when you if you could convert a school bus into a home like you could pretty much build anything you know
0: oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah Oh, yeah. Well, and I really, I really like, I really like the, the the camper you'd redone. And then, uh, especially the mobile chicken fridge out of that trailer. I was thinking, I was like, man, that is such a cool idea. I mean, he could have turned that into anything. I mean, I I started thinking, I was like, can you just get like an old U-Haul trailer, like pretty cheap and just... Turn it yeah. into like a like a mini like a mini camper or like whatever you want to do with it. Like you could do anything with one of those.
1: Oh yeah, you could do anything. And then that's you know, building that, you know, or I had built uh Justin Rhodes' walk in cooler. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, after building his cooler, I knew one day I was gonna build one for myself. You know. Yeah. And so that gave me the, after I had never built anything like that before prior. And he was confident in me that, Hey, I could do this. Cause he just asked me like, Hey, can you build a walk-in cooler? And I was like, well, (laughs) I've never figured out, you know, (laughs) yeah, I had never done that, but he, you know, even, even I, you know, my first reaction was like, yes, I could do it. But then after, you know, a few weeks went by and I was like, wait a minute, you know, like, can I do that? Like, it's kind of. I started second guessing myself um, and then also the fact that he has a big YouTube channel and he's going to film this. So that was intimidating right there by itself because everybody else is going to see me build this thing and if it doesn't work, then I'm going to be a failure, you know? And I'm going to feel, I'm not going to feel good about myself. So like I was, you know, having all these second thoughts. And then I even, I remember writing a a text message. I was going to text him like right the day before I was going to come out and actually start building this thing. And I wrote, wrote it out already saying like, Hey man, I don't think I could do this. Like, thank you for, you know, like I would have wrote it out. I was about to hit send. And for whatever reason I didn't do that. I was like, you know what? I told him I was going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. And so, you know, I did and I figured it out and it came out great. And, um, you know, but I didn't,
0: and and that that was probably a big turning point for you because I, I know you were pretty well established on YouTube, but you might not have been as big as you are now. But like when you first started, you know, you I think you probably got a big audience from Justin when you started building some of those things, and and I and people love watching you build stuff. And I, I remember watching that time lapse where you're adding layer after layer, and I was wondering, I was like, does he? is he going to go back and add another one? You just get one layer and layer and layer with all that <laughs> stuff. I was like, I was like, did he plan on putting that much? Or is he just winging it here? <laughs> no, you're
1: supposed to, <laughs> there's a certain amount of thickness that you need for those things that they recommend uh, just to get the full, you know, the full uh, effect from the, the cooler. So, right. um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a tough job, but I, I'm glad I, I stuck through it and I, I pushed through it and I, I finished it. Because then that just gives you the confidence, you know, like, you know, later on, I I knew one day I was going to build one for myself. And that's where, when I built the trailer, like, I think it was maybe two years after that, I had built that trailer and, um, and that came out good too. So.
0: What? And you picked up a new skill of welding. I I love, do you love welding? It's so much fun to me.
1: Yeah, it is fun. uh, it can be a little intimidating at first, but then once you get it going and you just try to, you know try to think about like, what's the next thing I could weld, you know? So yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah.
0: I, I was wondering, cause you're always building something. I was, I was wondering, I was like, when the price of lumber just skyrocketed, did it break your heart? Cause you're like, oh my God, it's going to cost me so much more to make these videos now. Or did you just <laughs> say, I'm going to pay it and do it or what? Like it stopped me from doing a lot of things.
1: Yeah. I think it's an initial shock like sticker shock at first, you know, I think you're kind of like, oh man, like you start to have those thoughts of like, man, we can't build certain things, but then I don't know, it's weird. I think it, I think you kind of just I don't know if you get used to that price or you just adjust. Yeah. But right. I, I you know, I I didn't let it stop me from making things that I want to do. Um, because you just adjust. Like what are you going to do? You're, like I
0: you know, you could sit there and cry yeah, about it. And you're a you're a, you're a scrap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I think you keep all the scraps like I do in my my garage a lot of yeah. So you always have extra pieces laying over to, to do that stuff helps. as well. Oh yeah, that
1: helps. I think I remember yeah. early on when we first moved out here. Yeah, I didn't have any scraps, you know, and it was kind of frustrating because even like a you know you even have a scrap, um, I guess a scrap pail of or a bucket of like screws and stuff, you know, like I didn't even have any of that. So it was kind of frustrating because early on we had to buy everything. Um, oh so, but now I have like so much scrap that I got to get rid of things. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you are the reason that I buy deckmate the, the 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 coded screws now. I and I only use torx screws. I will if someone brings a Phillips screw <laughs> to my house, I will say, "You get out of my house." It is a <laughs> there's a powder coated deck mate screw or nothing or the, yeah. whatever the Lowe's version is. I will right. only use any anybody using a Phillips head screw is in the 20th century. I, I will not <laughs> I use anything, anything except the Torx because I'll pull them out of old projects and still be able to use those screws. You know, yeah, they're, they're still good longer. usually.
1: Yeah. A and they, they don't, though. they don't strip as easily as a, as a star. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and it's good to keep, one style of screw because if you got a bunch of different yes. screws, then that it's frustrating
0: because you got to switch bits all the time.
1: Yeah, that's not fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there there was a point where I switched from Home Depot to Lowe's and went from the DeckMate to like whatever Lowe's brand, and instead of a T twenty, it's like a T twenty five, and so it's just a little smaller Torx, just yeah. enough to strip out the old one, and it <laughs> drove me crazy. It drove me nuts. Yeah, It I know. It, it, it's I I'm sure you dealt with that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I was in a, sw- um, a switched at a certain point you just switch over. <laughs> yeah, it's it's usually which what whatever's closest to the house. You know, it's usually whatever's closest to the house. Yeah. Um uh so so uh, do you and Lorraine and Lorraine is your wife and she is awesome. Um she has been on the channel like from the, like she's been pretty active with you on the channel since the beginning and I've seen she's actually evolved and started doing some solo videos while you're probably working out in the, in, in, the, in the field uh, doing some like solo kitchen stuff now uh yeah. on the most recent videos. Sometimes. And yeah. uh, it, it, it seems like y'all are a great team and y'all, it, it, it definitely takes a lot of teamwork to make this stuff work, especially when you're homesteading like y'all are.
1: Oh yeah. Um You know, this is, to have a homestead and be out here, you know, it's, it was always both of our dreams to do this. Um, really it wasn't, it wasn't just like, you know, usually it's like one or the other, you know, somebody has to, nobody's on board, not everyone's on board, but for us, yeah. it was like, man, from the get go, we were like, yeah, let's do this. You know, like we're, we're both into it and still, still to this day, like this is, we both want want to do this. And, um, you know the videos you know that's a that brings a different element to everything that we do and um
0: yeah like it makes everything take twice as long oh yeah
1: yeah and not you know not every day not every time she likes to be on the videos um a, a lot of the time she just wants to be like kind of in the background just kind of doing her thing and not necessarily yeah. on the videos or or be the person you know the main person in the videos um Right. You know, she kind of leaves that up to me to to do that. Uh and then uh like we learned early on who likes to film and who likes to edit. And I like to do both those things and she doesn't, you know, she just like just film me, yeah. you know, or you know, I'll I'll be on it, but you know, you film, you edit. Uh even some of our early videos, she did film and edit uh some of those um but she didn't over time she was like i don't like doing this you know uh yeah so now now i time consuming yeah i I then i just started doing all of it so
0: yeah yeah what what is your uh like your your system like do you you wake up in the morning the first thing you just have like how, how many cameras do you roll around with like every day just one um so past
1: couple of years I have one uh big camera, um, which is a Sony A seven IV um that I've been mm-hmm. using and I've been prior to that I was using a Canon ADD uh which is a you know DSLR camera with a big road mic on it. You know, it's can mm-hmm. be cumbersome, but I, I kinda got used to using that over the years. And so now like I use that and then I also have a GoPro, um, which the GoPro mainly I use it for like B-roll or like, like action shots. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, you know, driving around somewhere or, you know, doing something where it would be too much to hold a big camera. So like if I'm on a ladder or something, you know, I'll bring a go, I'll set up the GoPro and do that way. Uh, and it just makes everything. I mean, in the edit, it makes it a little bit more difficult because now I have two mm-hmm. cameras to pull from. But right. during the filming, it makes it a little bit easier if when, when I have the little camera.
0: Right. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I've. I've got. I, I keep one cam. I. I've, I kind of got away from everything, but like one camera, and then I'll, I'll mix in the phone because I found like the phone actually has. Cameras like iPhones usually have just as good of like lenses nowadays as some cameras. Oh yeah. Um, But you're but you're like me though because I see you have your headphones in a lot of times. You want to be listening to like a podcast or something while you're working, and you can't have the camera in the phone at the same time. And it seems like phones overheat really easily as well. Um, Oh yeah. I was using the uh, phone
1: early on. That's how I started with the phone. Um, Yeah. Then you know I just wanted to improve like the quality to be able to switch out lenses and use a mic. And, you know, I just got used to the bigger camera and plus it, it, right. I think, you know, I started, you know, once in a while I'll, I'll go film at other farms um, or even people will hire me to film stuff for them. And so having the, that didn't start. till I started using the bigger camera. And I think in a sense, like that, if people see you with a bigger camera, there's a, almost like a, Sense of professionalism, you know, or they, they think like a, they're like, like oh, a street guy- cred, yeah, they're like, oh, this guy's legit, he has a
0: big camera, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's like street cred, you know, like, oh, he must be big and big time, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I noticed that you, so you, you did a lot of stuff for like Homesteaders of America. Um, I know you've done some, uh, was it for Polyface? Did you shoot some stuff for Polyface, or was that for your channel? Because I know y'all used to spend a lot of time out there.
1: Yeah, I shot it for, I think it was, most of it was for Mother Earth News Fair. They had hired me to go out there and film some stuff at Polyface. And then I've done stuff with like Justin, like Justin Rhodes. He's hired me to do some stuff for his uh, platform that he has. And then, yeah, also some of that stuff for our channel too. So kind of just, since I'm out there,
0: you know, I might as well film extra (laughs) right right abc always be content Always, always be content yeah um so when i was talking to cog hill last week what i realized on youtube when you're seeing these videos watching guys like you and him you don't realize how steep like hills are and i remember at your old place they all used to have the hardest time if it rained getting your truck up and down that hill. And I don't think the camera does it justice. How steep was it from your house down to like the garden?
1: Yeah, it was steep. Um, I'm trying to think how how to say it. I I don't know how to say it, but I would say how tall, I don't know, 20 feet, uh, that's a good drop. Maybe even more than That's that. That's a good drop. I would say twenty to thirty feet yeah. tall. Like a difference. Wow. Um yeah, it was tough. It was it was tough to uh plus plus we were on a busy road, like we were on a corner yeah. property, like usually you wouldn't be able to tell. Like I think people watching they won't be able to notice, but like, you know, there was semi trucks flying by, you know, there was uh the school bus drop their kids off in front of our house, you know, like there was just so much yeah. going on and there'd be most of the time I would have to, okay, stop talking. You know, that a truck's going by, you know, it's too loud, you know, cause it'll catch yeah. up all, all well, the traffic.
0: The, the old place, was it in the country or was it like in town like kind of in town? Uh,
1: it was in the country, but it was closer. Like we were, maybe 20 minutes from downtown Asheville. Okay. Um, so it yeah. felt country, but it was just enough, you know, where you were still close to a lot of the things around.
0: Yeah. I, I think I commented one time on one of your videos and I said, we've never seen your front yard. What is in the front yard? <laughs> Cause we never, saw, at the old place, we never saw your front yard. And I was like, I wonder I, I want to see it. I just, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. And I think at your new place, at your new place, I don't think we've ever seen the front yard either. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people knowing. Yeah, you know, you got to be somewhat discreet. <laughs> that is so, that is such a good point. I I was at a meetup and someone walked by the the table and was talking to me, and she was like, "Do you drive this truck?" And I was like. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, I live just behind you. I know exactly where you live. Yeah. I was like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, well, come by, you know, don't like come knocking on walking in my backyard, you know, or anything like that. But I I can only imagine the kind of stuff y'all got to. Like Cog Hill said, he named his farm after the street they lived on. He said that was a mistake, (laughs) you know, that that wasn't. So he, he definitely had people driving by looking for his place.
1: Yeah, we have. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we left, or we sold that place, because we started to have more and more people just show up at our house. Um, Shut up! Um, oh my god! And there was some people were like our neighbors that would find us, and that's that's mm. okay, you know, that's fine. That they're, they're our neighbors, um, but then other people would just show up that are not our neighbors that just been, you know, according to them, they're just dr- they were just driving by, and happened to see our place. Uh, And just show up so you know that gets kind of creepy you know yeah like just shoot me an email
0: at least you know like don't just show up well especially when you have penelope she's you know you don't want to have any strangers showing up to the house you know what if you're not there right you know i just oh yeah yeah it's just not a good idea (laughs) no no don't Um, just show up no no well, didn't Justin used to have that where people would just show up to his house and work in the in the field? I don't think he has that anymore, <laughs> but didn't he have a situation like that where you could just show up to Justin's house? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've heard some some stories from various, various people <laughs> that kind of put me off, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, you try to be as discreet as much as possible, but the reality is, like, people – you could find it where anybody lives
0: absolutely yeah. yeah uh my my wife used to complain cuz she would say oh they can see the license plate they see the license plate number and stuff like that and I was like oh I didn't even think about that yeah you know and then and then people go back and will pause your videos and comment when they see something like in the background ooh uh, it's it's yeah. it's wild man it's pretty wild I know. um It's, it's, it's nuts. Uh, I I was laughing because you had gotten that mini truck and I was, uh, I was in the Air Force and when I was stationed in Manas, Kyrgyzstan, we had some of those vehicles. Um, but they were vans and I, I remember, I remembered how funny it was me trying to drive one of those (laughs) in stick shift with the left hand and get the clutch and everything right. And it was so weird. Um, yeah, you're a small, you're a smaller guy, um, so it's probably a little easier to be oh, driving yeah. on. Uh, but but uh how is the transition? I know you're on your second one now. Uh, yeah. But how how has it been with the little mini truck?
1: It was fine. I mean, at first, when you first drive it, the first probably month, it was like, man, it's just so weird. I, I don't know if I could get used to this, and and but now, you know, I've had a mini truck for I think it's been six or maybe five months, and I'm used to it now. Yeah. Like now. I go into my regular truck and I go on the other side, you know, like I'm almost so used to the mini truck mm-hmm. that, that now yeah. I'm not used to yeah. the, the Toyota. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So I, yeah, I, I love the trucks, you know, like I actually taught my, my daughter, she's 11 now to drive You're it. Solid, yeah. So she's yeah. uh you know, she's, that might mess her up later on when she actually drives a real vehicle, but <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but it's it's good that's you know? funny like, yeah I, they're fun so so you, you're not hardly driving you know y- y'all are uh y'all were a one vehicle family for a while and so yeah. now lorraine can take the tacoma whenever she needs to run around and you're pretty much driving up that, that mini truck yeah all the time now unless y'all are going out of town y- you drive it around Asheville. um so we live yeah we just
1: we moved kind of a little outside Asheville um, so is a little bit too far to drive it now. Don't, t-
0: don't, don't tell me where don't tell me where you live don't tell me where you live <laughs> no no <laughs>
1: um, we'll leave it at that and then uh, yeah. so yeah I mean not too often you know not too often where I drive it like to Lowe's um, but if I that's why I got it you know because if I have to I yeah. could you know it's street legal uh, you know, I drive around the property too. So yeah, because we are a one-car family, it, it's nice to have that option yeah. of, uh, of dual purpose.
0: Absolutely. Well, no, th- no, you cannot get those things stuck. Uh, in my hometown, they use them in the rice fields, and they mm. drive them around. And you cannot get those things stuck in the mud. It's really? they're so light. It's it's got to be really hard to get them. But you got to be a little smaller in the yeah. gut to drive them. Because I, I got. I got me one a couple of years ago and I was like, it was like into my <laughs> ribs a little bit right here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they're, they're a lot of fun. And I mean, compared to the price of like a Kubota ATV or something like that, I mean, yeah. they're fit like they're it's, it's, there's no comparison. Cause no. I mean like one of those, one of those Kubotas is going to cost you as much as like a brand new truck almost. Oh yeah. Like it's a car payment, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, So that's, yeah, it's more, they're more economical. I mean, you know, we'll see over time, you know, how long they last, but, you know,
0: I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun experiment and I've seen, as soon as I saw you got one, I immediately went on YouTube and I saw about a hundred videos of people souping them up like yeah. putting like lifted tires, especially like an angle in this stuff. And I was like, people go crazy for these. Oh yeah, you know? I've I've been and sent
1: I, uh I've been sent lots of videos of people people send me the videos now of all mini trucks. And so uh there's people that like put roll cages on them and they're flipping them down the hill and like doing like these giant roll tumbles with them and they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> Oh, absolutely No, People are people are crazy. Um y- y'all do a lot of chicken well y- y'all been doing chickens for what 7 years? I think I heard in the video the other day. Is it yes. 7 years now y'all been doing meat chickens? Um h- how has the process gone like from when y'all first started? Like how many chickens did y'all start out with, like the first year compared to like how many y'all are doing now? Like are, is it easier to do more? Or you start off small. What would you recommend for people getting into meat chickens?
1: Yeah, if this is your first time, I would start off with twenty five.
0: That's the minimum, right? The minimum order, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I would do the minimum of twenty five because you know you could say do five, but whether you do five or twenty five, it's generally the same process. Um, So I think to make it more worth your while, do twenty five and see if you like doing it and then go up from there if you want. Um that's that's what we did. We started with 25 and you know early on you, you don't really know how much food you eat until you actually start mm-hmm. growing it yourself, you know? Like yeah. you, you know, we're so used to going to the grocery store once a week and just buying food for the week. But you know, like say chicken, you know, we started with 25 and we thought yeah, that should last us the whole year. You know, how much chicken do we actually eat? You know, I don't know. We we didn't do the math. You know, we didn't know how to figure that out. We just kind of guessed like, uh, yeah, 25 would be good. But then after about, you know, five months, four months, we ran out of chicken. And it was like, well, we should have, you know, grew another 25. And so, you know, from 25, it it kept growing every year. Like then the next year we did 50. Uh, and then we, you know, we don't do it all at once. Like it's not like we do 50 in one shot. Like we do 25. It's like succession planning. Yeah. And it's, it's more doable that way. It's, it's not so dramatic, you know, it's not because the act of raising them is not a huge deal, but it's the processing day that is a lot, you know, it's a, a lot goes into it. Because it's a long, long day, or it could be two or three days, depending on how many chickens you have. And yeah. if you draw it out the year, you know, you do twenty-five at a time and take your time with it, it's more doable. And that's what we started doing. And so now we grow about a hundred and fifty for the year. And that is because we don't eat all that, but you know, a lot of it, you know, we started doing the workshops here. And so we'll give out a chicken to the attendees. So some of that is to the attendees. And then also we've been growing for a family, like Lorraine's parents had moved to the area. And so Mm -hmm. we grow all the food for them. And so we give them chicken. We have chicken for ourselves and we have chicken for people who come to the workshops.
0: A shout out to Lorraine's dad. That's like your, that's like your, that's like your best friend that's like your best bud now man did, did y'all all <laughs> yeah did y'all all? did y'all always get along like uh he he seems like your best bud in the videos now he seems like he's eager to work and do things like i i wish me and my fa- me and my father in law were that friendly <laughs> you know <No. laughs>
1: yeah that's it's pretty special um no yeah i mean you know randy's always been uh, both you know Lorraine's family, my family, they've always been supportive of everything that we've done or are doing. Even I remember early on when we had just started growing food in California, I mean, he was right there helping us with our garden beds. Um, okay. you know, he was always just there just helping. And that's all he just wants to do. He just wants to just be a part of it and, and help, which is great. I mean, I mean he's yeah. super helpful. Um, a lot of the stuff that we do now, I couldn't have done it without, without both both our parents here. And just to have family nearby is is great, is, is a blessing, you know. Um, after so many years of living out here, we didn't have family nearby. Uh, and so now they're here and they help us. And, you know, I like to think that uh, um, I'm keeping them young by giving them all this work.
0: well it was so funny because i was watching a video i think you and randy were building you're putting the pylons in for that lean to and you had the 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 auger, and you were there like hey i told him i would dig it he just needs to watch you know whatever (laughs) but he's over there digging and my wife came up behind the couch and she was like who is that she was that lorraine's brother I was like, that's Lorraine's dad. And she goes, Oh my God. She yeah. goes, he looks like he's the same. He looks young. You know, it's yeah. it's just it's it's funny, like, you know, seeing families, you know, it usually when you're watching videos, you see like people leave and not you know, not getting bigger. Like y'all fa you alls family on the channel has gotten bigger throughout the years, you know, with them. Um is is your family still in Cal like your parents, are they still in California? Yep. Yep
1: um mostly uh, yeah everybody else is still out there um you know they they come visit us or they try to come visit us once a year and now they love it you know because you know we have all the good food here you know we say come stay at our place like you don't have to pay for any food we got all the food and uh so they try to make it a point to come once a year and uh hang out for at least a week or two uh which is great which is great too because it's a vacation for them because they they have no other reason to come out this way other than to come visit right. us. You know. I, I
0: I think I remember I think I remember now seeing your parents. Y'all you know, were still at the old property and they were checking out the pig port. I, I yeah. think in and uh, it's it's funny tricking people like when people come to my house I'm like, oh, you know, you want to help me water the garden, you know? Here, hold the water hose, and you were having them carry buckets and stuff, and it's yeah. fun to them. And like, man, if, that's usually worked for me, so have fun with that, you know. It's, you know, whatever. Come on over, oh, and yeah. have some fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I have nephews. You know, my nephews come, and they're they're getting older now, so you know they come and they're like, man, we want to help you with the chores, you know.
0: You're like, come on, come on <laughs> with it. That's funny. And and so this past year was your first time raising uh, two steers. How, how was that? Because uh, before then, you know, it's just been chickens and pigs, you know. So how was it with the two steers?
1: The two steers were great. Um, you know, definitely intimidating, you know, because they're giant animals. And, you know, there was a farm that was close by me and they were a pasture raised organic farm that went out of business. And that's where I got them from. And so they were already a year old. They were trained to a single wire, which it's amazing to see a big old cow be trained to a single electrified wire. You know, like they can yeah. just bulldoze over it's that nuts. thing. But they don't. Oh, like, yeah. They respected it like so much. Like I seen them running down the hill and right when they get to that single wire, they stop like where their face is right there and they won't go past it. Yep. And so that, that was pretty amazing to to see and, and be a part of that and but yeah, I mean they taught me so much on like about my land on things that I yeah. needed, you know, things that that I needed to work on, you know. Um like water was a main has been a main issue, if, you know, for a lot of us, you know, fencing and stuff too, but but yeah, I mean it was a good experience overall. Uh, I did feel now I, you know, if you look back now, we had just moved to the property that year. So our property was a a horse property. And so the horses, they will like really, um, compact some land, some land. Yeah. Yeah, They'll, they'll nibble down all the grass to nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was definitely very overgrazed, compacted. So I felt like my grasses weren't very good at all. So I was a lot of the times I was still buying hay even in the summer trying to give to the cows. So that was challenging. Um, but I'm, I'm glad Mm -hmm. I did it. You know, I could have waited another year, like, like this year, my grass is 10 times better than what it was last year and it would have been better for them. Right. But at the same time, it, it taught me a lot. So I'm happy I did it. So I, I only raised them for one year and then we, we butchered them. Um, because right. I felt like I was I didn't have enough grass for them. Like I felt bad after a while after realizing that. But you don't realize that until you're actually in it, until you're doing it.
0: That's that's got to be a huge jump going from pigs. Because I mean, this is like y'all was what third year with pigs. Because y'all had the two bo- the two brothers at the old place, and y'all yeah. had the two uh, Cooney Coonies over for a couple years now. So going from pigs to cows is a big jump, you know, oh, something yeah. that could like tr- trample you. Yeah. Um, w- w- One question I had, one, one question I had about the pigs and the electric fences. Uh, d- do y'all have issues with hogs, like with wild hogs on the property or anything like that? No, we don't
1: have, they have not made their way up here yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. maybe an hour or two from here, Yeah. Uh, towards uh, south carolina uh i think they definitely do have a problem with wild hogs but up where we're at we don't have an issue with that at all
0: yeah that's always been my curiosity when i see you know guys like you and justin using the electric fences i'm like man don't down here in texas you would probably have an issue with wild hogs trying to break those fences from the outside Wow, um, and so I've always been, I've always been curious. I know there's a guy in Austin who did the electric fences. I forget his YouTube channel, but I think he did pretty well, but I think he had to have like an out, an outer perimeter fenced mm-hmm. in and then go with the electric fence on the inside
1: yeah. just because
0: the hog presence was so bad. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm, I'm surprised because you're such a, you're, you're really smart and you come up with some creative ideas. I was literally watching the video, the y'all posted, I think last night, um, you see everybody seems like they have problems with the, the netting with getting like a good system and rolling that netting up. Yeah. I, I was like, if anybody's going to come up, if anybody's going to come up with like an idea, maybe a like a reel or something that fits in the back of the mini truck where you roll up the wire, like the fencing. Uh, yeah. I was like, maybe something like that would work. I, I, but I was like, if anybody's going to come up with an idea, because everybody I, I watch on YouTube that has a fencing <laughs> talks about how easy it is to tangle up. It, oh yeah. It's just it sounds it sounds like a nightmare.
1: <laughs> yeah, it can be. So, you know, it has its moments. You know, if you're not like there's a lot of times that you're winding it up and you're just trying to get it. You're just, you know, it's hot, you're trying to just put it away and you're just you're not paying attention and you're just like basically throwing it in a ball and you're just throwing it in the shed. You know, cuz yeah. maybe, you know, I got a, I got a somewhere to go. I got another thing to do and you're just not paying attention. That happens. And there's sometimes where you're taking your time, you're rolling it up, you know, it's nice and neat and you're putting it away nice. That happens too. So, it, you know, like it just, it kind of comes with the territory. Like some days you have yeah. your good days and you have your bad days,
0: you know, yeah, right.
1: and that's just the exactly. way it is.
0: Well, it seems like y'all are getting in a routine of like putting it out the night before and – and moving them the next day and yeah. being able to take your time and really playing it out. And yeah, I like doing that. that. Yeah. It so makes a lot ni- of
1: sense. It's so much nicer, especially in the summer uh, where, you know, it's not so hot, you know, if you do it at night and, and you're just taking, yeah, you're taking your time. You just set up the netting. And then the night, the, the next morning, you're just basically opening the door and they're walking right yeah. through, you know, like it's so, it's a nice yeah, calm, A calm event, you know. (laughs) I'm not hot. I'm not sweaty. I'm not frustrated. I'm not having to tangle up fencing. You know, like it's just a calm, calm time.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and and people don't realize, you know, when you're making long form content, how much time goes into filming and how much time goes into editing. And see, it looks like you you have found a good balance. You you kind of do the early morning. Do some editing, and then like in the evening, do some more content. Kind of take some breaks and stuff, and finding a good balance because y'all homeschool too. Do, you, do y'all do y'all do homeschooling with with uh, Penelope? Yes. I, th- I thought y'all were at one. point. Yes, so yeah, we uh, do. Are, Is it is it so y'all both do that with her as well? So you, you have a full slate of stuff that you do.
1: Yeah, and, and that's mainly my wife. She does all the homeschooling. Um, she kind of lets me do she's more like kind of in the house stuff um my wife and uh she kind of lets me do she allows me to do everything else you know uh yeah. you know, the outside stuff the building the filming the editing um which it works out because you know i don't really have to think i don't have to worry about like making something you know for for dinner you know or lunch yeah you know like cause she's she does that and she's be able to help in that way and that's super helpful uh because yeah. I don't have to do it and I have to concentrate on other things uh to make it work you know
0: I saw behind you do you do you play guitar
1: no actually my my daughter does oh really yeah she plays that, she, had, a- she, she had some lessons um i you know I, I feel like i buy instruments but I don't stick with it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I have a, I bought acoustic guitar one time and I was like, I'm going to learn how, cause you know, I would love to learn like a song or one song or something, or be able to play something. And, uh, I bought acoustic and I just never stuck with it. Um, and so I said, okay, I'm going to buy a a harmonica. And so I bought a harmonica, you know, I, I, you know, I try to learn something and I played maybe something. And then, uh, I just never really kept with it, you know, and uh, but our daughter, she actually, we put her through lessons, you know, like she knows piano, she knows uh, guitar. So she's, she's doing the stuff that I guess we've always wanted to do, but never have. (laughs) And, uh, and so she's, yeah, she's learning. And, um, but yeah, one day I'll, I'll, I'll do something. Now I'm thinking like, I want a banjo. Like, I think it'd be cool to play a banjo. Oh but, yeah,
0: me too, dude. Me you know, too. I want one. It is just one of those things. Where
1: it sounds cool, but like putting in the work <laughs> and actually doing it, that's another story.
0: Yeah. Well, you're a busy guy, so I mean like you have all kinds of things going on, so it's it's yeah. hard to pick up an instrument later on. Maybe just go with her to some lessons and just pick it up. Yeah, there you we know, go. I, <laughs> I I um I, I I play guitar and it's already loud enough. And I think if I bought a banjo, my wife would kill me. <laughs> I, th- I think she would kill me. Uh, um, um, uh, at y'all's old place, y- y'all y'all pretty much bought that house, you know, and and pretty much tore it down and and redid the whole thing y'all selves. At yeah. the new place, y'all pretty y'all pretty much doing a little bit at a time here and there. But one thing I noticed at the old house, y'all didn't have a TV.
1: Right?
0: Do, y- do y'all still not have y'all still don't have a TV? No,
1: no, we had, uh, it's probably been, I would say 10
0: years since we've had a TV. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. But y'all are like into vinyl and stuff like that. I've seen y'all have like a record player and y'all like listening to a lot of music and stuff like that though.
1: Yep. I've always, I've, I've always collected records, um, probably since high school and, uh, I, yeah, I used to be way into records even more so than now. Um, I, I, dwindled down my, my record collection over the years. Um, I just have a lot more, even I, I brought so much over here, uh, when we moved, but over the years I kind of just got rid of stuff. Um, but yeah, I still collect it. Uh, you know, I, it's just, I love music. I uh, might not know yeah. how to play it, but I love collecting. <laughs> I love collecting it. And, um, yeah, I mean, even early, like, you know, way back in the day, you know, I I would spin records, like, I spin records before, like, at, like, a jazz club, you know, before, you know, like, I, I love just playing records, you know, different yeah. music.
0: Is is that the type of music you like, the stuff that y'all usually use, like, in the videos, like, that jazzy kind of, is that the kind of music you, you're, like, that's kind of, like, y'all's signature, like, the, I, like, you're the type of music you y'all use in your videos like that
1: yeah i would say some of it i mean i think you know when we first started doing youtube i, I didn't want to do youtube if i couldn't put whatever music i wanted to you know like i right. if i wanted to put a bob dylan song like that's me not not knowing how it worked you know with uh mm-hmm. you know monetizing and putting in a song that's not you know um you're not going to get demonetized or whatever you know like i didn't know how that worked but i was like right so i was like oh you can't just put any song on a video you know like i was kind of mad about it you know yeah even a lot of our early videos uh had got demonetized because i was putting um whatever song i wanted on there oh yeah like but that's me not really realizing how that worked. And also mm. I kind of didn't care, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted right. to put uh, this song on there. And, and uh, so now, yeah, I mean, we
0: use, what do you call it? Um, you know what you're talking about? I'm, I'm I'm still broke. So I'm still using the creator library. Uh, which, yeah. It's, why it's you like hear that. This, yeah. Yeah. It's, there's some more expensive ones. You get like more options and stuff like that. Right. But they're not, um,
1: copyrighted,
0: I guess what I'm saying. That, yes. Royalty songs. free. Yep. There you go. Royal so, royalty yeah. free. Yes. So
1: I use, you know, use those websites too, but the songs that I look for on there is kind of songs that, you know, I guess I like, or sounds good to me. Um, yeah. And then use it that it's,
0: way. It's definitely got like your style, your vibe to it. And I just saw on your last video, uh, you, you've had some people using your content for trying to sell stuff. Someone, someone stealing some of your content. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a bit. I've been. This has been popping up in the last this year. I would say this year, uh, specifically on Facebook. Um, there's somebody yeah. out there. I don't know if it's one person or what, but they they have a picture of me saying I'm me on their facebook profile and then they're going into these uh you know uh, farming groups on facebook and they're trying Mm -hmm. to sell like they'll sell like a chicken coop and say hey i'm selling this chicken coop or facebook marketplace or something like that and it's a picture of me and it's my name and i'm selling a chicken coop but it's like it's probably a chicken coop that they just screenshotted a random chicken coop. It's not even my chicken coop. Yeah. It's like a random probably screenshot of another chicken coop that they're just like trying to um, get money from people and saying that I'm selling these things. And then like recently I had somebody reach out to me saying, Hey, I haven't heard from you. Are you still selling those pigs? And I'm like, I'm not selling any pigs. Like, and so I emailed them back. I was like, "Um, where'd you hear that from? And they are like, oh, I've been going back and forth with you on Facebook of buying these pigs. i I was about to send you some money, a down payment. And I was like, like, no, like that's not me. Like, like, can you screenshot, you know, who who you've been talking to and stuff like that? And sure enough, it's the same guy. And uh, apparently they were going back and forth of me selling pigs, and she was about to send them like, I don't know, four hundred dollars or something uh oh, for wow. like a down a down payment. And I was like, No, that's not me. And so, yeah, that's why I said it in the video because I was like, man, this has happened to more and more. And, like, you know, I tried to, you know, uh, what do you call it, you know, uh, tell Facebook and, and, you know, say, hey, this guy's not me. But I don't even think that's doing anything. Um,
0: Yeah, the reporting process is kind of slow on, like, Instagram and Facebook.
1: Yeah, plus, plus if I look for him, I can't find him. So that means he blocked me.
0: Oh, that's wild. Somebody – yeah. does, it, does, it, does it just say "sow the Land or does it say Jason Contreras? or what does it say?
1: Uh, I think it says my name.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up later on and see if I can find it. Yeah. That's that's pretty wild. But i And it's pretty bizarre.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that happens all the time. <clears throat> but
0: – Yeah. I, I usually have – it hasn't been like Facebook videos. Or it's usually been like TikTok videos. And Instagram mm. videos, that get like stolen of mine. And like, I'll go look at these pages and it's got like 120,000 followers. And my video got jacked off of TikTok and it's on this person's TikTok. They're posting it as their own. And it's yeah. got, like a million views. I'm like, what is going on? Why didn't it get that many when I posted it? <laughs> I know. That you can't help. I mean, it's, I don't think that something like that. No. I don't think he can help. There's Aww. nothing you can do yeah there's nothing you can do about it oh my goodness well jason i I know you're a busy guy man and i appreciate you coming on and talking to me for a little bit dude um i'm gonna have to go take some cough syrup because i think i'm dying right now Uh, but i really appreciate i really appreciate you coming on